You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to episode 151 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with your amazing hosts, Nick and Amy. Well, Nick's amazing. No, you're amazing, babe. And today's episode title is, Is Social Media the Biggest Addiction for Women? And we just argued nicely for 15 minutes. She only swore at me twice. I don't ever. nicely. I don't ever swear. We just had a discussion, should I say, on what this title should be. Because I hated the title that Nick wanted to put... (laughs) Oh, it's so good. But you guys will never know what it was. <laughs> yeah. So we'll use will. it for another one. They will, because you're going to share it. And then we're going to talk about why we're not using it. Uh, what were we going to name it? Is porn is social media the porn for women? Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I had nothing to do about porn. But basically, we're going to be talking about how social media can become so addictive to women and women in general. And I know a lot of you are saying, well, my husband's the one addicted in our relationship. And that that absolutely can be true. Um, but we're talking generally like a blanket um, on average. And we even pulled our audience. So instead of uh, getting mad at us, you can get mad at the thousands of people that... Uh, or however many responded to our poll. <laughs> well, the reason we came up with this topic is because we had actually several husbands message us or comment saying, this is their quotes or words, that social media is like the porn to women. Which some people freak out about because they're like, you can't put the two in the same cart like you can't even compare the two because one's like way more toxic than the other but I think they both can be toxic but that having said I I get what I get what they were saying because yeah like now I, I think it's coming out more that women can be I mean maybe it's not as much addicted as porn as men are but it's getting higher. So we don't want to like say this is how it is or... Yeah, because it might be different in your relationship. But overall, women tend to be more social than men. I mean, I think most of us can agree to that. Unless... Really? Just as a blanket, women tend to be more social than a lot of men. And, you know, social media can be a way to provide that connection with family and friends and, and new people and things like that. Um... I have gotten some comments that men are more visual, which draws them to porn, and women are more emotional, so they're getting that emotional support from social media. Yeah. So I guess I can kind of see where that comes from. Well, I think, too, women are women tend to be um, comparing themselves maybe more to other people than men do. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much proven. So 
you know, women may have, tend to get on social media and be seeing what, you know, other women or friends or whatever are wearing or doing or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't anyways. know. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this because I hate social media. So, and so do you. True that. So that's why we had to pull our audience on this is because All right. well, let's, let's, we got to... We let's, gotta go with what people are saying. All right. Well, let's just let's just share some hard statistics. So rather okay. than just so in 2021, a report was done, and women are more likely than men to use social media. Um, Pew Research Center found that 71 percent of women in the United States use social media. 61 um, percent of teen girls in the United States feel addicted to social media. Um, young adults in the United States, especially women, were a lot more likely than men to report symptoms of social media addiction. So, I mean, the statistics show that women in general are more addicted to social media and have a tendency to be more addicted to social media than men. So Interesting. I mean, that's the stats. That's what that's the stats, the stats. Are. So we decided to pull our audience. Do you want me to share these now? Yeah. Okay, so we pulled our audience. Let me find it. We asked our audience. I said, we have gotten comments that social media is addictive to women as porn is to men. Do you agree with this? We had 80% that took our survey said yes. Uh, yeah. 80%. I mean that's a high number. That's a pretty high number. So then we asked, do you feel this way in your marriage and why? I'm going to share some answers. Let's see. Yes, it seems as a down, any downtime or free time, even while sitting next to me, instead of focusing on us, she would rather be on her phone. Okay. Now, as we're reading through these women, wives, don't, don't get upset. Don't get mad. We recognize every situation is different. But just as we're reading through some of these, maybe ask yourself the question, is this me? Or do I display some of these things that they're talking about? I, mean, just, I, just I have no really problem open. doing that because there's times where I'm like, yeah, I could be doing more important things. So, and, and there are some comments talking about the husband. So we're not just pointing fingers at the wife for sure. Yeah, there are men that are addicted. There are plenty well. of men that are addicted. Um... One guy says she's always on her phone until bedtime. There's never any time for me. Another answer, I think so do, social media is more addictive for both men and women equally. Okay. Uh, this is a barrier to physical intimacy. My wife immediately gets on social media when she climbs into bed. A lot of people. Do I mean, that. we'll talk about some of these answers in a minute. I'm just sharing the answers. My wife has never had an addiction to anything before, but social media is a huge struggle. Um, another one says, wife stays on it for hours and hours while neglecting our marriage. Um, this can be similar to porn as it is something to compare your life to and what you might want. Porn appeals to men physically. Social media appeals to women's emotions similarly. I think that's a good statement. Uh, that could be true. I feel my husband is the one that is addicted, but I do know I spend lots of time on it as well. Um, I had a guy say, addiction of any kind is not gender specific. 
Yeah. yeah, we're just going off stats. Uh, one guy said, yes, her desire for compliments from social media was the start of an emotional affair. Another guy said, my wife can be on her phone for one thing, and then it's out of habit. She just starts scrolling on Facebook. So it's just out of habit. I think a yeah. lot of us do that. A lot of us do that. We have our app that we can't, we just naturally just go to, right? The next question I asked is, what kind of effects is social media media having on your marriage? So more answers. Here we go. My wife is so focused on scrolling that she gives no attention to non-sexual touch, let alone sex anymore. Another comment, I think it has her thinking negatively about herself and her outlook on how things are going in her life. That's common. We all compare. Yep. Uh, creating a distance even when we are sitting close. Yep. Uh, let's see. Absolute hypno hypnosis and separation from phones. Less talking, just sitting next to each other, and that's it. Spending more time on social media than my wife. So he admitted he's the problem. Um, priorities are way out of balance. I feel like a token spouse at best. Negative, always worried about everyone else instead of herself or our marriage. Um, this lady says, it doesn't affect our personal relationship, but it does make it hard to keep up the house. I think that a lot of women and men probably realize that phones have distracted them from doing more important things. For sure. There's days where I'm like, well, I'll just let the house go tonight because I'd rather sit and scroll and do mindlessly different things than do something that could needs to be done, right? <laughs> and look, we're not saying there's not a time and place for that. Like there yeah, certainly sure. is, but there's we're talking about when it becomes an addiction and the more important things in your life get neglected because of that addiction. Like your kids and your spouse. And, and, and many people will say, oh, I don't have an addiction because addiction is usually a, a negative word, but you know, you need to, you need to really look deep inside and... Yep. If, you, if you have that addiction, you know, we'll talk about the things that you can do. Another answer was, my wife is always on TikTok and social media. It's the first thing she touches when she wakes up. I'm second. Um, I Another guy said, I feel second next to her phone. I feel neglected, unheard. I feel of less importance. Blah, blah, blah. It just keeps going on. And we on, have all, and on. We could have like a six-hour podcast. We have all felt that way. And then the last question I asked, in your marriage, who is more addicted, the wife or the husband? 64% said the wife. So that's why we came up with our title and that's what we're going off of, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. So obviously you can see that um, a lot of people are, are dealing with this and a lot of people are addicted to their phone to the point that they are negatively impacting the relationship. So... You know, really, like I said, dig deep, talk to your spouse. I think that's the biggest thing is talk to your spouse and ask those questions. Sweetie, do you feel like I have an addiction to my phone? What can I, you know, what can I do better? How can I limit my time? You know, really have that discussion together regardless of whether it's the husband or the wife that has that. I mean, I think this podcast is for both, but obviously we're pointing out that it tends to be a bigger problem for women than men, as right. our poll also showed, but right. this but this is for, for either or. And you know, sit down, have that discussion, and, and figure out what you can do to, um, I guess, 
find that balance in, in your relationship. And we'll also share some of the things that, you know, we feel that, you know, you can do to help limit the time on social media. And I think even before going to your spouse, whether you have the addiction or your spouse has the addiction, is to sit back and really dig into why you feel like you have that addiction. So I've heard a lot of things like um, people turn to their phones to avoid something else going on in their life. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're being avoidant to certain things and that's like kind of, you think it's like kind of your, your distraction or your cure for that, right? So maybe your marriage isn't so awesome right now. So you just turn to your phone to neglect that. Other distractions to get your mind off certain or things. Or maybe you're suffering with depression and anxiety and you just turn to your phone to kind of cover that up. There's just lots of reasons why people are grabbing their phones. Well, and that's another subject is how if you're dealing with anxiety or depression or mental illness, turning to your phone is going Makes to make that even worse. And you're going to be in even more of a darker spot and area of your life. For sure. So like really understanding and trying to figure out why it is that you grab your phone or what... Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, just... absolutely. So... Let's get to the solutions. What can you do if you are one of these that are addicted to your device? And we know there's addictions on all different levels, right? There's there's people that, you know, maybe you wouldn't call it an addiction, but they're kind of heading down that path where it's kind of getting out of control. And then you have the people that are just full on, cannot put their phone down. If you remember one of the podcasts we did uh, with the Clemps on the book that he's writing about social media and addictions... If you remember that, the statistics and the people interviewed, more than half the people would rather get a limb cut off or a finger cut off than give up their phone. (laughs) And more than half the people would rather go without sex than go without their phone. And anyways, you can, you can, you know, read those on and on and on just to how crazy it is and how addicted people are getting to their devices. So the first piece of advice is set limits. Now we do this, or Amy does this on her phone. Right? Nick doesn't have to because he doesn't need to. Well, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think that's a real good way, right? I so, think it's a great way. So share, way. share what you do and how it helps. So, yeah, I just, um, I noticed one time that I'm like, this is not necessarily that I was addicted, but I was doing that time-wasting thing where, like, even an hour, like, I have too busy of a life. I've got four kids, busy schedules. I'm like sitting on my phone for an hour. I could be doing so much more important stuff. And I realized that. So I was like, okay, you know what? To help myself, even though I'm an adult, I'm going to set a 30 minute timer on Instagram or whatever. Not saying I do that now. I'm like on a personal account, right? Yeah. Now it's different because we use it for business. But like on a personal account in the evening or whatever, once that 30 minute timer goes off and says you, your timeline is up on Instagram or whatever. You just have to be good at being like, okay, I'm done. That's the hard part and not saying ask for more time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we have to train ourselves. Whether No matter how old you are, how long you've been married, we are still human and we have to train ourselves to fight that addiction. Well, and if every one of you got asked, 
how much time do you spend on social media and you gave your answer, 99% of you would probably be under the time that you're actually spending. Yeah, for sure. We, you know, at the end of the week, we get a weekly thing that says you've spent this much time on average per day on your phone. And half the time I'm like, holy crap, there's no way, there's no way. But then I think of all the emails and just constant stuff. But we really do spend much more time on our devices than we really maybe think we do. And so setting that time limit, I mean, that's going to force you to say, okay, I've set a time limit. Here's what it is. Mm -hmm. Notify you. And then you're going to have to decide if, you know, you give yourself more time or not. Yeah. And it's up to you and your spouse. Talk talk about it together. Help each other out. I mean, this is such a great thing to talk about because... If one of you is struggling with it and you actually humble yourself and admit that you have a struggle with it, your spouse is more than willing to, okay, what kind of things can we set in our marriage to help each other get away from this? Yeah. So the second thing you can do is take a break. You know, you could consider taking a break from whether it's a week or a couple of days or a month or whatever it is from social media to see how you do and see if it reduces that addiction or those cravings. So we had a church leader challenge, you know, uh, I guess everyone to take a week off of social media and then report back and kind of see, you know, how they felt. And the people that did that, many people came back and said, this changed my life. I don't even want it anymore. I don't (laughs) even want this anymore. And it wasn't just a, it was, it was a lot of people that said that. And they just could not believe how much happier and better their life was without it. And many of them just said, I'm staying off it for good. And so, again, that might be a good thing to just take a break from it, you know, and see how your life improves or how things change. Um, You know, nothing's nothing life changing or earth shattering is going to happen on social media or in your life by giving it up for a week. I mean, you're not, you know. You're not going to, your life's not going to be over, I guess is what I'm saying. So <laughs> Life's still going to go on. It's all still going to be there when you get back. Yep. Yep. So third thing you can do is change your habits. So think about like what causes you to get on social media. Is it when you're bored? Or are you just sitting around? Um, maybe find other better and healthier things to do when you have that desire to jump on social media. Maybe go on a walk, maybe go exercise, maybe read a book or, you know, do something to replace some of that time or a lot of that time on social media with something else that's a lot more productive. For sure. Which setting habits is really setting boundaries too. And like we've talked about in other episodes, not taking your phone in the bedroom. Like you heard a lot of those comments My wife grabs her phone first thing in the morning. My wife grabs her phone right when she climbs into bed. My wife is on her phone all night and vice versa. Husbands too. And over over 10% admitting to checking their phone during making love. Whoever admitted that? That was in that book. That's crazy. That's insane. Nobody does that. No, over 10% did. No way. I, I just have a hard time believing that one. If you've ever checked your phone during making love, will you please email us? <laughs> I just want to talk to you. <laughs> I just want some questions answered. Um, back to boundaries. This is why it's so important to set them together. Boundaries protect your marriage. So this is why people are suffering with this is because they haven't set healthy boundaries 
around phones. Yeah. Like, don't take them to the dinner table. Don't allow it. It only takes one person to say, we're not going to allow phones at the dinner table. My daughter had hers at the table last night. I was like, ah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Away. Yes. Um, like Amy said, set those boundaries. Yeah. What's going to be accepted? What's not going to be accepted? And, and let's set them together. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, remove the certain triggers from your environment. Um, you you know, what we mean by this is maybe you turn your notifications off, okay? So maybe you have social media, but you turn your notifications off so that things aren't pinging every 10 seconds or 20 seconds or whatever. And you can go check it on your time. That way, instead of social social media or those notifications dictating your time, you get to dictate when the time when you're going to check the social media. You're now in charge of of your time. I didn't even realize until you just read that that people have notifications on on social media. Yeah. I do not. I can't even imagine how much my phone already blows up with group texts and carpools and all that kind of stuff. Like I can't even imagine what that would do to my phone. Oh, it'd be insane. If I had any sort of notifications turned on for social media, please turn those off. Yeah. Please turn those off. You do not need your phone in your hand pinging every 30 seconds. Again, that puts you in control of what you're going to see and when you see it rather than the social media putting being yep. in control of what you're going to see and when you're going to see it. Um, take, yep. take it back control of your life. And social media is not bad. We're not saying you have to get rid of it. We're just saying, okay, this is a great time from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. or 10.30. Here's a good 45-minute gap where I literally got this and this and this done. This is a good time for me to sit and just chill and, and scroll. That's fine. But when my kids get home from school, bad time. When my husband gets home from work, bad time. When my husband and I get to connect at night between 8 and 10 or whatever that is, that's a bad time. Just set a good time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think set that's a good time. great we have plenty of days. We have plenty of hours in our day. We can find better times for it. Well, we kind of already talked to this, but, you know, talk to someone that you trust, preferably your spouse, um, about, you know, hey, I want to, I really want to, get help with this or um, reduce my time on this. Uh, what are some things you can we can do together? Maybe your spouse can you know help with those boundaries or those limits or if they if maybe it's just something as simple as, hey, let me know if you feel like I'm spending too much time on my phone. Just say something. And then you have that freedom and when your spouse feels like you're spending too much time, you know they can let you know. And, th- and that way you're accountable for someone but you're, you also have that support. For sure. Gotta have support. So. Why do you think that people get addicted to their cell phones? I think, um, obviously, it's the dopamine in your brain and, and the chemical that gets released. It's just like we we can't wait to see what that new message is or, or that um, notification. Um I think social media, like we've talked about in the past, is a lot of times a mirage. It's not real. We're being shown what people want us to see, whether it's through an advertisement or, you know, our neighbor or friends on a trip or have a new car, new house. Everything thrown at us is what they want us to see or what they want to portray to us. And so I think 
I don't know. I just, I mean, obviously there's some psychological and mental um, things that happen there. I mean, we know that, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I've, I've heard some experts say that social media is just as addictive as the hardest drug, like literally mm-hmm. like, and if you look at um, what, what's the hardest drug, the um, meth, if you look at that, um, the chances are if you're addicted to meth, you're either going to die from it or be addicted the rest of your life. There's like a 3% chance that you're going to be able to get off that. And so if social media is truly that addictive, you know, that's, that's pretty serious, right? That's pretty serious. <laughs> but again, there's a lot of things we can do to control it. And luckily, you know, it's not, yeah, we're taking those things into our life, but it's not like a drug or something where it's, you know, our body gets addicted to it. I mean, obviously we're getting addicted to social media, but um, it is a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, if it's that addictive, again, obviously it can become a real problem. And I think that there's a lot of us that don't have a problems with any kind of addictions. But like that one husband says, my wife's never been addicted to anything, but she's so addicted to this. And that's the problem that it's it's just getting people that are unhealthy in so many ways and grabbing them. And they never had an addictive personality. And then all of a sudden they're like, that dopamine hit just takes them. Because it, it's true. Like we all want that... We all have that dopamine that we need, and we get that at like the beginning of our relationship, right? When everything's exciting, but when life like kind of gets boring or stale, we we like crave that, and our brain craves that, and all of a sudden that gives us our little fix. Yeah, and it's we, huge. It's very powerful. And we often think of addictions as like, oh, when you for, when you hear the word addiction, you think of drugs or alcohol or smoking or you know those harmful mm-hmm. things, and we never think of all the other things that can be addicting in our lives that can, you know, be destructive as well too. We always think of those, those negative things and just assume that, oh, those are the only things people get addicted to. But we're finding out that, you know, social media and, and uh, our screen time obviously is a, a massive problem. Massive problem. Um, I think I want to talk just for a second about what parts of social media is so destructive. And I want to start out with body image. For a lot of husbands, we get comments like, my wife doesn't feel sexy. My wife isn't confident anymore. My wife um, has body issues. A lot of that is coming from social media and that negatively, negative to, negatively affects your marriage. Because if you're like looking at stuff all day and then you're comparing yourself and a lot of it's fake, then all of a sudden you're like, I don't think I want to be sexual. Like, I'm not comfortable in my own skin anymore. I'm not as confident. That's really affecting husbands, which is really sad because the husband's like, I love my wife. I think she's beautiful just the way she is. Big negative opinion. And I would say most men are like that. Most men love their wives just the way they are. They just, they want to feel close. They want to feel that, um, that love and affection. And you're exactly right. I think so many, so many women are are comparing themselves and feeling like, oh, maybe I'm not beautiful enough because I don't look like this perfect photoshopped photo yep. or what have you. So that's negatively affecting their sexual intimacy. The next thing, and I think this is why um, some people have compared it to porn. Right? It's unrealistic and very addicting and 
when it comes to other people's lives, like we've talked about before. Why don't we have this? Why don't you make more money? Why can't we go here? Um, all of a sudden we're feeding, my life's not perfect. My life's not perfect. I need this life. I need love. You don't think that affects- Because we're trying to chase that perfect life of what we think that perfect life is. You don't think that's is. affecting a husband like a ton? Absolutely. Or wife, vice versa. Right? Absolutely. That's totally yeah. going to affect your intimate life in every way. When you're always comparing. And I think there's so many negative impacts that we don't even know or we don't even realize yet. And it could be just the psychological things going on in our mind that we may not even know are happening that are causing these uh, negative reactions or or these thoughts or these feelings, um, you know, toward our spouse, whether knowingly or non-knowingly. For sure. And if women are going to social media to get some kind of emotional connection or... Um, validation or compliments, whatever that is that, you know, girlfriends are giving them or even the opposite sex is giving them that, hopefully not, but it's happening, that words of affirmation or compliments or whatever it is that they're getting from social media, those, that's going to destroy your marriage, right? That's where, like the one husband said, her desire for compliments from social media was the start of an emotional affair which ended up destroying his marriage. I think that's really important to think about. Okay, as a husband or a wife, am I giving my spouse those things? Or, or are they having to go to social media because they crave that, because they're not getting them from me? So if you're the opposite side of this as a spouse, maybe sit back and think, what can I do better in our marriage to make sure that my wife or my husband is getting that emotional support that they need that they're going to social media for. Yeah. Does that make sense? Beautifully said, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really important topic too. Like figuring out why your spouse or you are really so enticed in it and why it's so exciting and giving you that dopamine. What's drawing that you need. What is it? What is drawing you to that? What is feeding you? And what are you lacking? And go tell your spouse that. Say, this is what I'm lacking. I, I feel so good when I get off and a bunch of people compliment me because I don't get that from you. Go have those discussions. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd encourage you this week to really sit back and analyze, you know, your relationship with social media and your phone and do the things that we talked about. Set limits on your device. Consider taking a break for a period of time. Um, change your habits. Uh, remove the triggers, the notifications, the things that get you drawn to social media and seek the support, you know, talk about it like together with your spouse, like Amy said, and get that support that you need. And if you do these things, I think you'll start seeing big changes in your marriage as well. Just like we said, the people that ended up taking a week off social media, many of them just, it was life changing for them and could not believe how it changed so many aspects of their life and their relationship mm-hmm. and their marriage So, you know, maybe consider giving that a try as well. And, uh, you know, let us know. Let us know how you're doing. We always love to hear um, how the things we talk about are benefiting and helping couples and and their marriages. And so please let us know. Yes. So I guess with that being said, uh, we really appreciate all of you. Um, You know. Like I said, please consider leaving us a review so we can uh, keep doing these podcasts for you. Uh, Let us know if you have any questions or things that you want to hear on some future podcasts. We've got some uh, obviously good ones coming up. We always have good ones, but uh, 
We have some good um, topics coming up for the podcast that we would love your feedback on. It really helps us when you go to Instagram at Ultimate Intimacy app and take our polls and our stories. It really helps us. That's the one time it's okay to be on social media because you're yes. making a difference. You're helping your marriage. You are helping. Yep. So we appreciate all of you. Until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.